Welcome to Besties for the Resties. I'm Hannah. And I'm Candy. Join us each week as we gab about faith, friendship, and everything in between. Our goal is to make you laugh and leave you inspired. So stick around and let the laughs begin. Welcome back to Besties for the Resties, episode 31. (laughs) So we are back at it once again. I'm not going to lie. We have had some struggles trying to get this podcast recorded. (laughs) We're busy gals, you know? Yeah, especially when you got a kid that's virtual learning. I'm over that, y'all. I'm ready for this whole first go back to school. I'm sick of COVID. I'm not a virtual learner teacher. I can't do it. It's too hard. So I can't. Chrome, get it together because it's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. And for terrible. these reasons, we're out. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> what? I feel like Shark Tank when they're like, and for these reasons, we're out. Like, we're not going to invest. <laughs> yes, I'm done. I'm done. I'm so glad they're going back Friday. God, I'm so thankful. Oh, oh man. Anyway. I'm so sorry. That is, that's too much. It's too much. I could not. Oh, I'm not it's even. Not, it's not. I say no. that, but I like, I'm contemplating the idea. Like, I dabble with the idea of homeschooling one day, but I'm like, Fallon almost breaks my wheel sometimes, and we're not even learning. Like, I'm just like, pick this cup up. Like, please. You know what I mean? <laughs> Honestly, y'all, yesterday was like a day and a half. Like, I, I don't even, there were no words for how much she. Like, how much she tested my will yesterday. Like, I didn't even know. I'm like, I thought Terrible 2 started when they were two. <laughs> it's weird, because she's one, you know? But yeah. she is so stubborn. Like, I don't, I'm like, where did you get that from? And then I think about me and Augustine when we're in a fight, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that checks out, that checks out. Like, <laughs> get it honest. Get it on both sides. Yeah, I've got a double anointing of that. So, thoughts and prayers for me. I'm going to be, like, great early. But seriously, that kid <laughs> is, like, the, just the determination, like literally, I was trying to get her to pick up her cup because, like, we have like a little fence. I don't even know if this is good podcast talk, but here we are. And I was trying to get her to pick up her cup from underneath the fence on our back porch of the apartment, and she just like flat out like, well, she tried to, but she couldn't do it. Like she tried to put it through too small of a hole because you know babies are kind of dumb. Like I say that with all the love in my heart. Like they're just. They're babies, like they don't get, like their motor skills are not there yet. You know, they're not dumb. I got to stop doing that because literally on FaceTime, I was like, God, quit being a loser and eat your food. And my friend's daughter was like, <gasps> like you're horrible, like you're a monster. I mean, so then it was like, I mean, you winner, <laughs> stop doing this and just eat your food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh man. And then I'm like, okay, I'm just rabbit trailing on rabbit trails. But anyway, I was trying to get her to do this. And so, then I made a bagel, and she wanted some of my bagel. And I was like, well, you can't have any bagel until you pick up the cup. And, like, you literally, the determination in her eyes, like, she started to sob and just, like, strong-jawed me. Like, I shan't do it. Like, I was a terrorist or something. Like, she was standing up to tyranny. And I'm like, excuse me, you are the bad guy here. You are the one that just won't listen. You know what I mean? It was intense. <laughs> like, yowza. I literally had to, like, get down there with her and, like, work with her. Like, we had to do it together. Like, it was an episode of Barney. I'm telling you, Kim. Wow. It was intense. Wow. It was intense. Oh, man. And every mom here is like, yes, welcome to children, <laughs> you big dummy. <laughs> like, it's hard Sundays. <laughs> but seriously, Godspeed to everybody. It's just the whole day. And then I'm like, I don't even know if I should say this. I may flag it later. Honest to goodness, after she tested my will all day, you know what I mean? It's like, this really showed me, like, God loves us so much. Because she did that, 
And then she took a bath that night. And, like, I'm talking, like, there was not a warning sign. Like, you know, usually when a child goes to the restroom, there's a warning. Candy, there was no warning. She just turned to me and handed me fecal, like fecal metal. She handed me, she handed me poop. This is so gross. I'm going to flag this. But it was like she put it in my hands and, I, and was just like, fix that, please. You know what I mean? Like, she knew this is no bueno. And it was like, oh I'm gonna like, like in the bathtub, in the bathtub, I had to drain it, clean everything, like sanitize everything, wipe her down and then rebathe her, which was just like one big trust issue of a bath. <laughs> Redonkulous. So I don't know. I should flag this, right? This is too much. No, that was, that was, I mean, I feel like every parent has went through that. If, if you're a parent, I feel like. It's, it's real. It's you know, real life. It happens. Cheers, you guys. But that was like, I truly knew God loves us because it was like, wow. Like, after a day of trying me and handing me a wet poop. Oh, God, that's too much. I can't apply like it. <laughs> like, I was like, man, God, I'm like this to you every day, probably. Like, I hand you my, like, horrible poop situations. Like, after. I'm horrible all the time. And then I'm like, hey, could you clean this up for me, please? Like, you know what I mean? It's like, and I oh really did. I looked at her. Don't I was like, you know what? Like, God, you must really love me. Like, and it wasn't even one of those, like, tender, I was going to cry at the love of God. It was just like, wow, I must seem so dumb to you so often. But I love you. <laughs> Thank you for loving me and putting up with me, you know? Oh, wow. Because it was like, son of mighty. Like, and it was like, I still have such deep love in my heart for my daughter. You know what I mean? But yesterday, whew, it was tested. <laughs> it was tested. That'll preach. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Well, it don't, that's pretty much the grossest message I've ever heard of. So. <laughs> oh, man. So, what's going on with you? Is your mattress in yet? Oh, my gosh. So, update. I got a mattress. I said I was going to get one, and Ooh. I got one. She got it's one. It's gonna baby. be delivered. Yeah, it's gonna be delivered whenever this podcast is out and y'all listening. You will be my mattress will be being delivered that day. Oh, so cool. on Thursday. I'm so pumped. Oh my gosh. So I'm also gonna update and just tell y'all I feel like we have a whole episode like an actual theme plan, but we're just kinda chat chatting about life right now. I am. I this is I feel like this is a problem because it's like I, I live with a toddler mostly, so whenever I do get the chance to talk to Candy, I'm, like, talking to her as if we haven't talked on the phone just this morning. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, literally. But I got, I did get a couch and a recliner, and I got a set, and the Lord blessed me with, like, a really good deal. I actually, when I went furniture shopping the last time, I had looked at this set and thought, oh, it's too, it's too fancy. I can't afford that. And not that it's, like, super fancy looking, but it just seemed like a money couch, you know? And if I showed you a picture, he'd be like, you peasant. <laughs> but anyway, so I didn't look at it and I found this other couch. Like it was a sectional and I was kind of into it. So I had initially planned to get that. Well, I, my mom is in town with me right now and I took her with me to go shopping, which <laughs> if your mom is like a hardball person, like my mother is, and you are a soft person, I recommend not wearing your feelings on your shoulder because you will feel like a small child. I literally felt like an eight-year-old trying to buy a sofa because my mom, like, it was like, put a clown nose on me. <laughs> she literally, she came in there with me and I showed her the sofa I was thinking and she was like, this? 
this is what you think is going to fit you and your husband. You think this is the couch for you. This little tiny thing. This looks like a couch for Fred Flintstone, Hannah. And she's like, how is your husband going to lay down comfortably on that couch? His knees are going to hang off the sectional of it. And she just like straight up laughed at me. Like, just like, <laughs> like you fool. It was just like, well, okay then. Like, I just was like, wow, I'm eight years old again and we're doing a report. You know, like we're, we're building something and I, I am 1000% a fool. Like it was intense, but I brought her because I knew that they were going to try and like, dupe me a little bit because salespeople always try and dupe me. I just think I have a face that screams like I'm very You have like, a very dupable face. Yeah, you know? like if you told me like, like I've been duped. Yeah, yeah. Like if you tell me the sky's green I'm gonna believe it. You know, like people think that. <laughs> okay, you say that, but you like you play hardball too, so I don't know. Yeah, but like for this I never bought furniture before, so I guess I need my mom to walk me through it and hold my hand. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, after, like, I, I brought her, and I knew, I knew the couch choices were going to be judged. You know what I mean? Like, but I wanted yeah. that because she's a critical thinker. You know what I mean? So it was like, I will put up with this pain because I know in the end I will have a couch that is both comfortable and nice looking. You know what I mean? So after her judging, like, no, no way, no way. And then I was like, well, I was thinking about this one. And she was like, mm, okay. Like, now we're talking. <laughs> You know it, Robin. Have you ever heard? Uh, Hannah's doing a key impression. Let me just say right now. Yes. And I say that with love in my heart. I wish I could play hardball yeah. the way she does. Well, then after critique, you know, like critiquing the choices and helping me find the right ones, the salespeople are trying to do the credit and all that. And I'm like, mother, wh wh where are you going? Like, she just ditches me. I'm like, this is why I brought you. I put up with all that because <laughs> you're going to yeah. play hardball with them right now. Yeah. So you could be like, no, no. <laughs> Idiots. Absolutely not. Lower. We're not going to take it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so we ended up, she did come back because I was like, don't believe me. <laughs> and so we got it all figured out. And then it was like, it's going to take a month to get the recliner because they had to order it. But my sofa gets delivered tomorrow at 1030. And I'm so stoked because while my couch now is lovely, it is the most uncomfortable thing in the entire world. She's not lying. She'll... It's beautiful, me but so uncomfortable. Or that little, remember we used to find out that little recliner you had in your house? Oh, I missed like, that recliner. That day, you were like, here, you can have the recliner today. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'll be kind. Yeah, I'll be uncomfortable so you can sit. And I was like, no, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But look at us being such adults getting brand new furniture. I know. I was very... Like, I did it because I wanted to, like, up my credit score, you know? And so, and it was all, and I got such a good deal on it. Like, I don't even mind saying how much it was because it was so cheap. Like, I got my cat, I got my bed and everything with delivery for $541. Okay, Jesus. Like, okay, I'm just, like, probably tacky to say, but I was <laughs> like, Lord! Like, I was so excited, like. And they're like, if you paid off in 90 days, you get, you know, like an up, like, you know, your, your credit score will get even better. And I was like, boom, it's going to be done. <laughs> so I'm pumped. I'm very pumped. I'm very excited for you because your bed was like sleeping on nails. It was very terrible. It's, it's sleeping on nails and it gives me a crick every now and then. I haven't had good sleep and I don't need, well, I had good sleep whenever the hurricane was going to come and I got to test out your mom's bed. <laughs> like, that is the best sleep I've ever gotten in my life. Yeah. Could it have been the four Tylenol PMs that I took? Possibly. But that bed 
do with it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and we're not recommending that. That's a lot of time. I'm still concerned. That was a lot of time. I, know, I told Christina, who, you know, used to be on hard drugs, and she was like, Candy, like, you took that when you could have died. I was like, okay, I thought you'd be cheering me on, whatever. Like, I can take. And she's like, no. <laughs> Okay, really rethink that next time. Like, please, for the love of God, don't ever do that. Because after talking to her, she really scared me. And it was like, okay, I won't do it again. Gosh. Okay, so now that we have burned almost 15 minutes, or I have burned 15 oh, minutes wow. talking about randomness, I guess we could go ahead and get to um, what we're actually talking about today. My sister was like, you guys are basically just rabbit trails. Like, that's all you are. It's just y'all, like, going off into different topics. And it's like, well, you know what? There are 55 people. like a real conversation with us all the time. (laughs) Yes, like, there are 55 people who dig the rabbit trails. (laughs) Yeah, so in your face. But also, like, that's like... It's like they're really talking to us. That's literally what we do on a regular basis when we're talking to each other. So, Oh, the other day. I was trying to tell her a story, and I kept giving her, like, backup information about it. And she was like, Hannah, land the plane. Land the plane. <laughs> Just get us into port. I died. Also, she God, said, so she's like, you funny. make me sound so mean. It's like, but you're lovable about it. Like, you're funny. Like, you just give us a hard time. Like, that's just, that's your vibe. <laughs> Also, if you listen to the podcast at all, I'm like, I say that about my mom. Like, I tell her, like, what a hardball person she is. And she's like, Hannah, why do you always got to make fun of me? But it's like, also, I would be you if I could. Like, you're my hero. Seriously, though. Aunt Robin's the bomb. No lie, no lie. Okay. So, sorry, you guys. Again, we rabbit trail talking about rabbit trails. But we are talking about speaking life into situations. So... I'm kind of in the middle of something like it's kind of annoying because I think I told you like I was like things are happening and I can't really say anything right now and it's really frustrating because like like I literally we have a podcast where I just we tell everything so it's like obviously I'm a person that likes to share you know what I mean like I'm not a person that's like I really can't say what's going on in my life right now like I could tell a stranger you know what I mean like I would want people to know what's going on in my life. yeah like I don't I to me it's like why hide stuff I don't know Anyway, but I can't really talk about it still. But it's just one of those situations where it's like, sometimes it can seem so grim. But God has given us a word about this. Like, we really know, like, this is what God wants. Because, you know, like, sometimes God will speak things and he will speak it over. He could speak it over years or months and he has been preparing you and preparing you. And then, like, when the time comes for it, it seems so hopeless. And you're like, there's absolutely no way this is going to happen. And that's what it feels like a little bit when really, when God is for you and he is working in a situation, he's going to do it. Like if he said he's going to do it, then you can, you can take it to the bank. He's going to do it. And I guess maybe I'm just like preaching to myself today, but like, that's what, when all this was kind of going on, I just was like, I really can't kind of felt God because like, he was like, you need to speak life over this. Like, don't give in to the doubts. Don't speak those doubts speak life into this and I've been amazed because this situation is getting progressively it's changing and I really feel like like God is he's changing this situation he like speaking life into this situation is changing it to some degree because God is in it and I think that when a situation is really hard the enemy immediately 
tries to lie to you and tell you, oh, this is never going to change. Like, this is never going to happen. You think this is going to happen? It's not going to happen. And, like, plays into your fears. But it's like, if God has told you it's going to happen, when those fears come, and that's what I kept trying to do, like, every time I felt like the enemy being like, oh, this is not going to happen. It's all going to fall through. Like, this is, this. you're going to be embarrassed for even saying anything. Oh, wow. Like, I immediately, like, I just felt like God was like, just speak life. And I would just begin to thank God, like, the situation was already resolved. You know what I mean? Like, I was just like, God, I yeah. thank you. Like, I thank you for working all this out. I thank you, like, I can't really get into the specifics. But I just was, like, thanking him for it. And I have seen God just do things, so many undeniable things to work this out that I'm like, okay, this really is going to happen. And, it, and I just want to encourage you, if you're in a situation right now where you feel like, oh, like our back's against the wall, but God has given us something, like he's given us a promise, or we know this is supposed to happen. Don't let the enemy bully you into denying the truth that God has spoken to you. Like continue to speak life and praise him till you get there. You know what I mean? Like that's so cliche when people are like, when God hasn't opened the door, praise him in the hallway. Like people always say that, but it's good. You know what I mean? Like just while you're waiting, praise and keep going and speak life into that situation because... When God says something's going to happen, it's going to happen, you know? It is going to happen. And even if you don't have a word, like, I'm not going to get in the, you know, minutiae of everything. But um, we, me and my mom just got really, really blessed uh, with a whole new roof. Um, I won't go into the whole detail, but, like, I had been praying, like, because our roof leaks really, really bad. If you've ever seen um, Sword in the Stone, when the castle's... <laughs> Like, that was literally us all the time when it rained. And nobody knew about it. And, not I mean, our, our, close, our close friends knew, but, like, nothing really. And we've had promise after promise, like, oh, we're going to come fix it. We're going to come fix it. And, like, nobody ever could come fix it. Just because everybody has, you know, lives and all that kind of stuff. Well, I was like, Lord, like, like it's me and you now. Like, like it, it either bless me and my mom with the money to fix our roof. Or just do it. Like, just somehow, I don't know how you're going to do it. I don't know how you're going to fix it, but just fix it. And it may be, I mean, your problem may be just a, a leaky roof or, like, you know, a leaky situation that you got going on. But, yes. like, if you just ask God to do it, and, like, literally without any warning, without anything, my mom gets a call and is like, we're going to fix your roof. And, like, and God just did it. Like, just automatically did it. And it's like, and if you just lie, and, and I thanked him for it every morning. Every time I'd be like, Lord, before I go to work, thank you for our new roof. However you're going to do it, I thank you for it. And, and it may you may, I mean, it may not even be a roof. It may be something else. Like, but God will do it. He always does, you know? Yes, he does. It could be a financial need. <laughs> like, you never, yeah. like, you don't, you don't ever, like, there are so many different ways that people need God to move in situations. Like, it could be emotional, yeah. it could be spiritual, it could be financial. Like, you just don't know. Maybe you have a lost kid and you feel hopeless. Like, is my kid ever going to come back to church? But, like, just continue to thank God and speak life that they are coming home. You know what I mean? To me, that's what I think. Like, I just thought about this. The prodigal son. Like, the biggest show of faith to me in the dad is that he was, like, on the porch watching. Like... Yes. He was waiting for him. Like, he had expectancy. Like, my son is going to come home. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I remember a preacher said one time, like, probably the day he left, he had put a, a special cow back and started feeding that sucker. Like, I have you ready for when he's coming home. Like, which is kind of grim. Like, we're going to slaughter you. But, you know what I mean? Like, he had <laughs> probably already been preparing. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. We just have to trust that God is working and speak life into it and just like not let the not let the enemy or sometimes even our own mind put doubts and you yeah. know put doubts because sometimes it is the enemy but sometimes it's just like we're humans and we're practical and we're like yeah. let's look at the facts here <laughs> you know what I mean yeah or sometimes it could be your attitude like I know that's like sometimes like it's easy like when it's not happening I know I'm human and I have done it many a time when stuff's not happening for me or like in a situation or whatever like sometimes your attitude can get in the way of like you not getting that makes sense yes that makes total sense but, but it's just like if you're <laughs> I, I i need your amen <laughs> like am i wrong <laughs> help me out but uh no it's good anyway, but, but anyway like if you're like it can be your attitude i feel like i mean i know it's been mine like god has had a reality check me and like hannah said just speak life into it like don't let your attitude or whatever or don't like don't get inside your head to where like you don't think it's going to happen. Like just if it, because there's situations that looked grim. Like I had no idea how God was going to fix it or do anything, but like me just being like, thank you Lord for, for this. I don't know how you're going to do it, but here we are. And like, God just did it. You know, Yes, we do sometimes like, that's what I even wrote down. Like I always, I know we've talked about this before. Like the Psalm so often is David being like, I'm good. No, I'm not. And then like has to talk it out with the Lord and get yeah. himself right. You know what I mean? And I thought about Psalms. Like, I literally... Psalm 42. The whole thing is just him like, God is so awesome. Why is this not fixed? But God is so awesome. Why is this not fixed? But God is so awesome. You know what I mean? Like, he's just kind of going yeah. back and forth. And this one scripture, it's Psalms 42 and 11 says, Why am I discouraged? Why is my heart so sad? I will put my hope in God. I will praise him again, my Savior and my God. Now, that is the NLT. For you people that only use KJV, I salute you. But sometimes I went to Bible college and even I need a different translation. I just liked how real that was, though. Like, literally, he reminds himself, like, why am I discouraged? Why am I sad? Like, God is my hope. I can trust him. He's my savior. You know what I mean? And really, sometimes we have to remind ourselves that God doesn't fail. You know what I mean? Like, God has never failed anything. And he's not going to start with you. He's not going to start with me. Like, it's not going to be we're the first people that God has blown off. No. Now, he may he may answer a situation different than what we're thinking, but he always has a plan in mind and has your good in mind. You know what I mean? And so that's just yeah. what you have to remember. Like, I put that quote on the Besties for the Resties Instagram today. It's that God is seated on the throne. Like, and that I, that blew my mind. Like, He's not, like, pacing the throne room, worried about situations. Like, he knows what's going to happen, and he he knows how he's going to handle it. You know what I mean? And it's like, I'm thankful. Could you imagine, like, what kind of God would we be serving if he was worried? You know what I mean? Like, but we serve a God yeah. who is in control of all things, and he's going to take care of it. So Yeah, like, your situation is not the first. Like, he's not nervous about it. He, like, he knew it was going to happen. And he's like he—he he already has the solution. Yes. For it, you know, you just have to for trust his him. And I, like honestly, I feel like I'm just like talking in Facebook quotes. But the other day, someone posted something <laughs> kind of funny, and it was like I just feel like it all kind of was what I felt like we were supposed to talk about. I guess you know, it's like whenever you start thinking about something, you see it more often. But it was uh -huh. like if you're wondering how God feels about complainers. 
just remember he let them wander around a desert and left him to die. And it was like, okay, that's a harsh <laughs> way of looking at that. And I don't yeah. know if that's entirely accurate in the wording. But the more I thought about it, I was like, man, that's so true. And it's not that God, like, ditched them. Because God still was there taking care of them in the middle of that. But the Israelites' attitude in that situation, God literally freed them with signs and miracles and let them leave victorious. And then they got into the wilderness. And they were like, it, I want to say it was like 15 or 20 miles. Like, it was, it was maybe even less than that. Like, it should have been basically like a week journey. And they were so afraid that God couldn't do it. Like, instead of trusting the God who had just taken down Egypt, the most powerful country in the world, they were like, wow. oh, well, can he do it? You know what I mean? And it's like, you just saw God work. And literally, he was like, okay, because of that, like, I guess, I guess y'all can just stay here. You know what I mean? Like, literally only two people, Joshua and Caleb, because they were like, God can do this. He's got this. They got to carry on the promised land. But literally everybody else in that generation who was like over the age of 20 had to pass away before they could move forward. And to me, it's wow. just such a, it's such a reminder that you can be freed from a situation. Like God can deliver you in a mighty way. But if you don't have an attitude to trust God and have faith in him, you can literally be stuck in a stagnant place and never make it to like your finger quote promised land because you don't put your trust in God really. And that's what's crazy to me is I have seen people that God has, like, worked miracles in their life. Like, I've seen people be healed of cancer and then, like, never, ever serve him. Like, you know what I mean? Like, people, people will see God do miracles, but will never step into, like, a promised land relationship with him. Because they're, like... They let their fears and their anxieties win. You know what I mean? Like, we have to get to a place... Where even when it, the odds are stacked against us, we're going to speak life because we know that God's going to take care of it. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, mm -hmm. God has God has never failed us. So why is it that every time something happens, we're like, oh, jeepers. You know what I mean? Like, I'm talking <laughs> myself included. Like, I've seen God. God kept me in the country. Like, literally, Japan is so strict on immigration. And I, like, messed up my passport or my visa. Like, I, I was a month late. And turning in the paperwork to stay in the country. And when I say they kick people out like a cartoon of like a person flying in the air and a suitcase flying after them. They're like that. And literally God, I watched God change this man's heart. Like he looked at me like I know he wanted, he hated me. Like he was so annoyed with me. He literally made me redo paperwork. He's like handwriting too messy. Do it again. Like he just wanted to toy with me. Like he did not like me. And before it was said and done, he literally was like, he like came out and he was like basically like saying how like. How stupid I was and how lazy I was to not have this fixed. And then he, like, stamped it approved. I was like, I'm sorry. Like, what just happened? You know what I mean? And he wasn't like, okay, I feel like I'm making him sound bad. He was, like, very kind, but he was very firm. Like, you should have handled this. Why didn't you handle this? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and then it was like, boom, you, you get to stay in the country. Literally, my like, my pastor's wife, she's like, Hannah, God just did something very big for you. Don't you forget it. And you learn from this. You know what I mean? Like... Which she was also yeah. saying, like, don't be late with paperwork. Which I have not been since that. That really did teach me. But yeah. I'm just saying, like, I have seen God change the hearts of people and move move in a way that gives me favor when I don't deserve favor. So why yeah. is it that when I come up at a different situation where paperwork is involved that I'm like, oh, is it going to be the same this time? It's like... 
when God, when God has done for you, like when he's done good for you before, why are you so afraid? Like, that he's going to change his mind this next time. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like a trust exercise, but it's like, has he ever dropped you? You know? No. Yeah. Sorry. I hope that makes sense. Like you're preaching to me. I'm like, no, he has it. You're right. <laughs> I'm preaching to myself right now. Like I got to remind good. myself sometimes, like he has never failed us. I know. Like, someone's never dropped me. Yeah. Like you never know like how he's going to handle it, but God never fails us. And to me, it's like, if we are praying and we are doing all that like heaven can do like that, I know we've said that before on the podcast, but it's like when you do all that is earthly possible in a situation and you are trusting God, God will step in and work the supernatural and do the impossible for you. You know what I mean? Like when you're doing your part, God's not going to let you down. He's not going to leave you hanging. No. And it's like, I know we said it, said it before, but that whole craziness with my Bible college graduating, like, I was so dumb for not taking care of that. But, like, God showed me favor and just let it work out, you know? Like, if I would have just taken care of it when it and not ignored all those calls, you know? Like, God, you know, but even though I was stupid with it, like, God still in his mercy and grace, like... I'm a hot mess express all the time. And like God still took care of it, you know, like, and, he, and he'll take care of whatever you're going through, you know? Yes, he will. <laughs> what are you laughing at? No, it's, it's, uh, I just basically was like, oh my God, <laughs> like me with the, with the paperwork in Japan and you with the Bible college. It's like, we handed him like a poop situation. Like, could you, yeah. could you be a doll? Like, could you do something about this? I had months in advance to fix it, but I didn't fix it. <laughs> you know. Could I have given you some kind of signal? Probably. <laughs> but if you could clean this up. Yeah. Oh, God. I feel terrible. We're, we're, we're off balance sometimes. She's going to hate me one day if she's like, no, why would you say this? But you know what? I had to fish it out, so she deserves it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh god anyway. so gross oh man my mom's gonna be like why would you talk about that <laughs> she was like I'm just real thankful you were bathing her cause that's a real mom situation like that's not even a grandma situation that's a serious mom situation that's like a, a maternal love only thing yeah. oh man but you just got, we got to have faith and trust God. Like we have to do it. And like, I was thinking about, I didn't look up the scripture I should have, but it's the scripture. It's in the Hebrews, like the, the hall of faith. You know what I mean? Like it talks about all the people by faith. And, um, when it talks about how it says Abraham by faith, like always pitched his tent and like was looking for a city whose builder and maker was God. I'm definitely paraphrasing right now. So forgive me for not having the official, official, I was say quote, but it's not a quote. It's the scripture. <laughs> scripture. But I like was really thinking about that. And he really is the father of faith. Cause like, if you think about it, he uprooted Abraham's whole life and God just trust. I mean, like he just trusted God. You know what I mean? He was like, I'm going to make you the father of a nation. Like, you're going to have as many inheritance as the sand on the sea or the stars in the sky. You know what I mean? Like, he told him that, and Abraham really only saw 
you know, a few children. Like, he had Isaac and Ishmael, and I believe he had a few with his concubine. <laughs> Man, Bible days were messy back in the day. But really, <laughs> only one child of promise, which was Isaac. But when you look at Abraham, like, God was like, I'm going to give you a nation. Like, you're going to have a nation that comes from you. And he was like, I'm going to take you to a city where I'm the builder. You know what I mean? And it's like, he died with just one son. And he died, like, with one son of promise. And he died building a tent somewhere different every little bit. You know what I mean? Like, he never really got to see that. But, like, when you think about it, like, when... Abraham opened his eyes to eternity. Like when he opened his eyes and saw like streets made of gold, he was like, oh, this is what you were talking about. You know what I mean? It would be like, he would immediately know like, this is what you have been leading me to. And sometimes I think God gives us promises and sometimes they're very clear cut promises that we know what they are. But then sometimes they can be promises that are like beyond sometimes our own comprehension. You know what I mean? And it's like, we just have to hold on to that and trust God in it because God, he knows best and he has so much good for us, if that makes sense. And like, I think about sometimes people, they die praising God for promises being fulfilled that they don't ever get to see with their own eyes, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think about, I wish I was asking mom what this lady's name was, but she couldn't remember either because she was kind of old and she wasn't in church for a super long time because she passed away. But she was, like, I want to say she was, like, almost 90. She was super old. Like, not to be rude, but she was very old. And she just, like, came into church one day, repented of her sins, got baptized in Jesus' name, and was filled with the Holy Ghost like that as a very, very old lady. And, like, that's cool in and of itself because it's, like, wow, that close to the end of your life, you turn and change. But one night she stood up and gave her testimony and testified that her mom was an apostolic preacher and she said, I told my mom, I'm never going to live for God. Like, I'm never going to live this. I don't want to wear skirts. Like, I don't like modesty. She just straight up told her mom, like, it ain't going to happen. And her mom was like, that's okay. God told me he was going to save you. Like, so she was like, I'm not even worried about it. And so her mama died not ever seeing her daughter be filled with the Holy Ghost or get to heaven. I'm probably about to cry. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm a mama now and it makes things... So much realer. But she literally, like, she never saw her daughter darken the door of a church. Like, even come to church with her. Like, she never saw it. But had unwavering faith that God was going to do it. She went into eternity trusting that God was taking care of her daughter without ever seeing it. And even beyond that, her daughter, you know what I mean? Like, her daughter lived 30 or 40 more years before she ever surrendered to God. And it's like, she may have already been gone, but when God makes a promise, he does not forget that promise. Like, he does not give up on it. Like, you may not ever see it happen, but if God has told you something, I'm telling you, it's going to happen. Like, if God makes you a promise, it's going to happen. Like, that mama's not going to know that God kept his word until she sees her in eternity. You know what I mean? But it's like, God kept his promise. And we just have to have faith. Like, even when it seems hopeless trust him and praise him in things that he has spoken into your life trust him and praise him that he's going to work and move in situations because if you are someone whose child is like gone by the wayside but god has told you things hold on to that know that what you've put in them god is gonna remind them of you know what i mean like i think back to people who said yes. like 
when they were backslidden, God would literally, like, they would feel just the Holy Ghost all the time reminding them, like, you need to get back until, like, they literally just couldn't take it anymore and came back to church. Like, God is going to do that. Like, if He has promised you your children, just rest easy in Him, even when you don't know where they're at. Like, even whenever you don't know what's going on, rest in that God has them and He's taking care of them. And He is going to work in their lives and He's going to change the situation. It's not going to always be that way. No. It's not always going to be that way. So, and maybe you don't have a lost kid. Maybe you're in a financial situation where you think, like, I'm about to break. But if God has told you that he's going to help you, just keep doing all that you can and trust in God because he's going to work it out. I really had to change the subject because I think I was about to start crying, like, (laughs) travailing for somebody that don't even know who it is. (laughs) Hey, that's what we're supposed to be doing. Yeah. But... Yeah, like whatever the like whatever the devil's telling you, like oh your kids won't be saved, they or you know your finances will never be taken care of, or you know you're not worth it, or we're never gonna like, be healed, like it's yeah, a lie. never gonna be healed or anything like the. I'm I'm trying to butcher the scripture, but like the the fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much, like like God hears your prayer and it availeth much, like. So just remember that because God is going to do it. He's and he's already he's already got the the solution to what's going on. That that to me it's so hard for my little brain to even comprehend that God has already got like got like he he's already got my sister. Like he like he knows exactly how he's going to get her. I just have to have faith in that, you yes. know? And going to get my family my, my lost loved ones that are not that are not saved. He already has a plan to get them. You know, yes, he does. get them, but <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you got to be a mob. <laughs> sometimes, you know, you got to get them, Lord. But he is, he's going to save my sisters in Jesus name. And, and I'm so excited about it. And my family, like he's going to yes. do it. And he, you know, so just have faith that God is going to work whatever it is out. Yes. Cause right now, like there are situations that God has handled and there are some that we are waiting on. You know what I mean? But it's like, if God said he's going to take care of it, he's going to take care of it. Just speak life over your situation. Like, read that Psalms 42 and just remind yourself, like, God doesn't fail. Sometimes you got to encourage yourself. You know what I mean? Like, it's good when you have people around you who will encourage you. But if there is no one else to remind you of the goodness of God, remind yourself. You know what I mean? Like, if you got to put notes up in your cubicle about the goodness of God and how God is working, do it. Like, wherever you're at, like, don't be afraid to take time to praise God and be encouraged in that. You know what I mean? And honestly, praising God, you will be encouraged. Like, I I know in this situation we're in right now, like, when I'm having those feelings, it's like, oh, this is going to be so bad. Like, this is going to blow up in our faces. I'm just like, uh uh-uh. Like, I just stop what I'm doing, and I start, like, for real praising God in my house. And my kid, which now she's like, oh, like, she'll get into it for a minute, and then she's done. You know what I mean? Like, she'll raise her hands for a little bit, which having my mom here has been awesome because she'll just start start up with me. You know what I mean? Like, we'll have a full-on prayer meeting about it. (laughs) But I just will start praising God about it. And it's like, when you magnify God, when you think about all the things that God has done, like, you will be amazed like, at how yeah. much your faith will soar. I can remember with that same situation in Japan, and I thought I was going to get kicked out of the country. God told me to do that. He was like, start writing down every miracle that I have ever done for you or that you know I've ever done. 
And like, I remember I wrote and it was like pages and pages and pages of all the things that I had seen God do or the things that I knew in the word of God that he had done. And it was like, I never stopped writing. Like I kept thinking of stuff, you know what I mean? And I even have like this thick packet of just like folded reminders of miracles somewhere. I think in like my little memory box just to remind myself. And it was like, every time I would start to panic, I'd read over those and think of another one. It was like, God is not going to start failing me now. You know what I mean? Even when we mess up, even when we cause the situation, like God does not fail. Like he works everything out for our good. And it may be in different ways than we think, but he's not going to fail us. So just try that. Maybe I think maybe I've even said this on the podcast. I'm so sorry, you guys. Like we're like not even a year into it and I'm repeating stories, but it's fine. But really, I'm telling you, if you are having a situation where you're like, how is this going to change? And you know God has spoken a word over you. Think about every miracle you can think of and write it down and just just watch your faith. Because it's like seeing that evidence. You know what I mean? It's that faith is you know, like it's no. the evidence of things unseen. You know what I mean? Like write yeah. that evidence down and just begin to speak speak life into that situation. Like, there is so much power in our tongue. You know what I think? Like, think about God. Like, he spoke everything. Everything in creation was done by the spoken word, pretty much, except for man. He formed us with his hands. But think about that. He looked out into nothing and with words spoke creation into existence. And you're telling me words don't have power? Like, you are creating things or destroying things with the way that you out loud say things are going to go. Like, speak life in that situation. You know what I mean? Like, don't out loud. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's bad enough that we think thoughts. But every time the enemy tries to tell you it's going to fail, be like, I thank you, God, for fixing this situation and that we're going to be victorious. Because what you're doing is you are building that. Because we're made in his image. You know what I mean? Like, we're like him. And when you have the Holy Ghost and you are prayed up, I'm telling you, you you, you have a direct line to God in a way. I don't mean it to be like puffing us up. But it's because of Jesus that we have that. You know what I mean? Like, just begin to speak life. Even if you don't have the Holy Ghost, which I hope you get the Holy Ghost because it's the best thing ever. But you can still speak life even without the Holy Ghost. You could thank God for the Holy Ghost and get the Holy Ghost. Like, if you're listening to this and you don't. Like, just speak life over your life. Even if you are just starting your walk with God, begin to worship God and speak life into situations in your life and see God change things for you. Because He will. Like, I'm telling you. He changes stuff. He really does. He really does. And like Hannah said, like your like your like your words have power. Like they do. And they and, and they are weighted if you speak the right words. You know, like I mean, if you need like whatever you need, like speak to that. Cause I mean that's good quality stuff, Hannah. Atlanta. It's the Lord ain't none of this in the notes. I'm like, man. <laughs> I was worried because I was like me and Kenny were talking, we were like, I was like, I feel like we need to talk about speaking life into situations. And we were both like, so you got anything? Like, whenever I first started talking, I was like, <laughs> I was like, you know, like, speaking life and stuff, pretty much. Just, you got to speak life. Like, it, that's really what it sounded like. And, and I was like, so maybe we should pray about it, huh? <laughs> you know what I mean? We've been praying about this. And I really think God kept delaying this podcast so we could have more time to think about it and pray about it and study about it. And then yeah. even that, like, mostly this is a lot of what God has just taken over and thought of. Because some of this stuff, I'm like, this ain't me on my own, I can tell you right now. <laughs> Letting the Lord do his thing. Yes, but I'm telling you right now, if you are in a bad situation, speak life and watch God change you. 
Like, God, watch God move, because he will. I always think of that um, Elevation Worship, that whole album, I'm yeah. telling you guys. If y'all don't have it, get it. It's kind of got a weird cover. I'm like, my, I got too much of my mama in me. Like, a skeleton just don't seem Jesus-y to me. You know what I mean? And it's like a yeah. rib cage with flowers in it. I'm like, mm, is that really the Lord? <laughs> but, but that Elevation uh, recording of all those worship songs is so good. And one of the songs they have on there is that You've Never Lost a Battle with Torn Wells. And when I say, like, I just, I feel the Holy Ghost. Like, it is so powerful. And it's such a good reminder. He has never lost a battle, you know? Like, be encouraged in that. Get you worship songs. Like, whenever you're going through this, get worship songs on and just begin to praise and magnify God. Because it changes the atmosphere. It really does. Like, keep your, if you're in a bad situation, keep yourself surrounded by an atmosphere of faith. So that pretty much wraps up our podcast for this week. I hope you guys are encouraged by this and just know like Jesus is rooting for you. You know what I mean? Like he's your yeah. banner. Like you're not going to lose whenever he's on your side. You and God are a majority. Yeah. It's a, <laughs> just all kinds of little nuggets of wisdom. <laughs> Whatever. All right. Well, until next time, you guys. Well, that's a wrap on this week's show. We hope you tune in again next Thursday. Until next time, I'm Hannah. And I'm Candy. And we are besties for the resties. Besties.